and welcome to a new episode with me it is halloween here today while i'm recording this you guys will get this on november 1st so happy november to you um yeah today is the perfect halloween day it is gloomy it's just kind of been gray skies all day it's been pouring with rain for i think two days straight now and while i'm enjoying it and it's cozy and perfect to snuggle up with halloween movies I do feel really bad for the kids that like to trick-or-treat, so I'm hoping it clears up a little bit for them. Um, it's also really chilly, like fall is officially here. I mean, it's been here for a while, but you can feel that winter is definitely on its way. So I'm cozy inside, I'm warm, I have no desire to be out there, and my plans for the evening are to chat to you guys and then just cuddle up and watch some scary movies. So. Yeah, so I actually watched a movie yesterday called Countdown. It's a new movie playing at the movie theaters right now, and it was terrifying. Um, I know those kind of movies can sometimes be really stupid, but it was really scary. Um, maybe just because I watched it on a big screen, I don't know. But some of the scares that came, I just was not prepared for them, and I jumped out of my seat. It was really scary, but I enjoyed it. That was really entertaining. So if you want, if you like scary movies and you've seen the trailer for that or you've wondered if it's good it's a really fun movie um you definitely won't be bored so let's just put it that way so for today i wanted to do something a little different um instead of kind of talking about myself for 30 40 50 minutes straight um i wanted to include you guys in this podcast so i went on my instagram and i asked you guys uh, to send me some questions that you have about anxiety and then I was going to try and answer them on this podcast. Now I have quite a lot of questions in front of me. I'm not going to get through all of them this time unless this podcast is like three hours long and I don't want to put you guys through three hours of listening to me. So um, we'll probably keep this one pretty short and sweet but we'll see how it goes and I'm just going to pick out a few questions at random and I'm planning on doing kind of a series with these where um, I'll definitely come back and continue doing these kind of ones, like just the Q&As. So we eventually will get through the majority of them, but today we'll just be starting out with a few. Um, yeah, so, and if you ever have any questions, if you find that I don't answer your question tonight, um, or today, whenever you're listening to this, then just send me your question, um, via dm on instagram or leave it in the comments um i'm always adding any questions that i get to a folder that i have on my computer and then i'm just always referring back to them when i do a podcast or create a post on instagram or anything like that so if you have any questions um please let me know i'd love to hear them um so for today i'm just gonna i have a bunch of questions in front of me um i'm just gonna kind of pick some out at random and just see how that goes I haven't prepared this before so I'm just really picking out the questions and just kind of winging it and going with it and I want to be as honest and real with you guys as I can so let's see okay uh, okay so I love this question um I've gotten, I've had a few people ask me this. So what supplements or vitamins do you take for anxiety? So I love talking about the supplements I take. 
Um, one that I talk about a lot on Instagram is magnesium. It's actually a mineral and it is, I mean, if you followed me on Instagram, you probably know all about magnesium by now. And I actually have an, a whole article about it on my website if you really want to delve deeper and learn more about what it does. But magnesium is wonderful for anxiety. It helps to relieve that muscle tightness and tension that you get when you're anxious and stressed, which is amazing because when you're stressed out, you tense your muscles up and it's really hard sometimes to remember to unclench them. I actually put a post up on this on Instagram um, just a few days ago and so many of you guys saved it. Like It was really, really popular and I know a lot of people liked it, um, where I just... I just shared something that I had put on Twitter where I said um, it's uh, what a good idea it is to set reminders on your phone every two hours or so to remind you to unclench your muscles because when we're anxious like there's so many times when I don't realize I'll be sitting watching TV and realize that my shoulders are like hunched up by my ears so that's a really good thing to do to to genuinely like set reminders and remind yourself okay to just kind of release your your shoulders unclench your jaw just you know kind of relax your muscles and that's why i love magnesium so much because it really does help to do that without you needing to do anything um, it helps to relieve a lot of that pain that you get um, from the muscle stiffness because often i'll get kind of shooting pains in my shoulders when my muscles are really really tight or in my back or in my neck even in my jaw so the magnesium is really really good for that it helps to kind of chill you out I, f I take it before bed because it really helps me to sleep especially when i'm really stressed out so i would have to say that my number one supplement would have to be, ma be magnesium you just have to make sure you get the glycinate form and i'm going to do a whole video on this that i'm going to put on youtube where i'm going to um, chat with you guys and describe the different types of magnesium because this is a question that comes up all the time so i guess i'm answering two for one here um magnesium glycinate is the one that you want you're probably not going to find it at a drugstore. The be your best bet is a health store or to go online. Um, the glycinate form is the best absorbable form and it's not going to get you running straight for the washroom um, like the citrate one is going to do. So, and, and it's, I mean, it's properly absorbed by your body, whereas the other forms really, your body absorbs such a small amount of them that it's not worth it. So definitely make sure you get the glycinate form. And Again, on my website, I have an article about this and I link my favorite brands in there just if you wanted to see that. Um, uh, yeah, let me think here. Okay, so yeah, supplements for anxiety. You see, I went totally off course there. So I also love a B complex. Um, you get a lot of B complexes that are just kind of low dose B vitamins, but my favorite ones are like a advanced high dose B complex where like the B12 is at least a thousand micrograms in there. I, um, again, I get the one from the health store. Uh, I actually am using a different brand right now, but this is something that I will talk more about soon. If, or you guys can send me a message if you want to know the exact one that I use. But um, B vitamins are amazing. What they do is they help your body to handle stress better. So when we stress out, our, our body is flooded with cortisol, which is our stress hormone. And again, it's it's really difficult to, when you're really stressed out, it's really difficult to sit down and be like, I'm going to think positive right now. Or I'm not going to be stressed. So sometimes you need supplements to help you out. And B vitamins are amazing for that. I've actually been under a little bit of stress lately. And the past week, I have noticed that my anxiety has been crazy high. Like it's it's been really bad. And 
I actually just realized yesterday that the one thing that I've stopped taking is my B complex. So I actually went straight out and got another one and I'm just so happy to be back on it. So if you're not on a B complex, look into that. That's B complex and magnesium. Those are my two top ones for anxiety. Um, yeah, and then I take some others too, but I honestly think that those are the best ones. Um, yeah, again, I can talk for ages. I can go into depth about all the million things that I take. But I would say that the top two for anxiety is make sure that you're on a good um, B complex, a good magnesium, and then I also like a good probiotic uh, for gut health. But again, I'll talk more about that either later on or in another podcast because that's a whole nother story. Um, so let me hop onto the next question. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there was one that I wanted to... Okay, tips for dealing with anxiety when starting a new relationship. That's a really good question, actually. Um, when you have people in your life that have been in your life for a while, or obviously family who've always been in your life, it's... I'm not saying it's easy. It can still be really, really difficult. But it's less intimidating to go to them and say, um, look, I'm really struggling. I have this anxiety disorder. I'm, I'm really battling with it be gentle with me and you know but when you're starting a new relationship and there's this new person in your life often when we start a new relationship you know we we want to kind of impress the person you know we want to we want to make a good impression you know we we you starting this new relationship you're really into this person um and often we'll kind of i mean how many if if think about when you've started a new relationship you know you're going to be on your best behavior you're not going to um, you, you're not going to be talking about certain things. You're not going to be doing certain things. You're going to be putting on your best behavior because, you know, you're really into this person. It's brand new and they'll be doing the same thing. So when you're starting a new relationship and you have something like anxiety, that's really tricky because it's, it's hard. Like, I can understand that. It's hard to say to this person who's brand new in your life, oh, I, I'm struggling. I have anxiety because you probably think they're going to judge you, right? So my tips for that would be you don't you have to speak up like it you have to and that's a scary thing I know but I'm not going to sit here and tell you to just you know pretend you're fine until you've been in the relationship longer if you are starting out a relationship with a truly good person who genuinely likes you and cares for you then they will not judge you and they will be there and support you if you tell them that you're struggling with a mental health condition. Um, I mean, you never know. Maybe they themselves struggle or maybe someone in their family has a mental health condition and they can completely relate. So I would say to have that conversation. Um, if it's really difficult for you or you're really shy, even just write it in a letter or write it in a text message and say, you know what? Um, I, I really like you. Um, I'm really happy in this place that we are. But um, there is something that I didn't want to talk to you about. And I'm really scared. And I don't want you to... Um, I, I don't want you to, you know, like, not take me seriously or, or anything like that. And this is the thing. I, I do struggle with anxiety. I think that instead of trying to find tips to manage it and hide it away from this new person in your life, you need to be open with them. I mean, that's the best start to any relationship is to be open and honest and to communicate. Like, what better start is that, right? So, yeah, I would just say talk to the person. 
Um, if ever you're in a relationship where you tell somebody, whether it's new or whether it's not new, where you tell your partner, um, listen, I'm struggling and they don't take you seriously or they get irritated at you or they don't want to see you anymore, whatever the case is, then that person is not for you. They, they are not for you. You deserve somebody who will understand you, who will be there for you, who will support you. Um, yeah, so that would be that would truly be my number one tip. And then go from there and just explain to them, you know, um, there are going to be some days where I struggle and I might need my space or there's going to be some days where I struggle where um, you may want to try and give me advice or anything like that. But I would, um, honestly, on those days, I just prefer if you just are there for me to listen and to provide support. So those, that's my number one tip. Um, that's what I would do. Um, yeah, and then just go from there because because that's the best thing to do. You, you you deserve somebody to understand you. And again, like you never know if that person themselves have ever struggled or or they might say, Oh my goodness, you know, my sister or my cousin or whoever also struggles with that, so I totally get it. So start that conversation, open up and just be excited for the outcome and, and just envision a positive outcome. So, let me see what else I can answer here for you guys. Can smoking affect my anxiety? So, the short answer to that is yes. Um, I know a lot of people turn to smoking as a way to relieve stress. Um, You'll often see people who are smokers who are stressed out and say, oh, I need a cigarette, you know. Because what happens when you smoke is you get that temporary rush of dopamine in your brain, which is your brain's feel-good hormone. And it feels good and you, you feel, okay, um, you know, I feel relaxed and I feel happy, but this is just a temporary reaction. Because smoking, actually, it increases your heart rate, it pushes up your blood pressure, which, if you're struggling with anxiety, is the last thing that you want because it's basically going to intensify the feelings that you already have. And then all the feelings are going to come back and you're going to need another cigarette to calm you down again. And before you know it, you're smoking all day long. So, yeah, so no, smoking, it may provide a temporary, um, a temp it may provide temporary relief, but in the long term, it's, it's not going to help you. You're going to be worse off than before. Um, so I would definitely recommend um, quitting that and also for your health, right? It's just not worth it. Um, um, what is the difference between health anxiety and hypochondria? Okay, so health anxiety and hypochondria are actually the same thing. Um, hypochondria was more of the old-fashioned, the old term for it. Health anxiety is the more modern term for it. So um, health anxiety or hypochondria is basically when we have, it's when you have an obsession over a symptom to the point where you truly believe that something is wrong with you. I know because I suffered with health anxiety for ages, for years, and I would, oh my God, I would imagine I feel a lump somewhere in my body or I'd be worried about a mole and I would obsess over it to the point where I would feel sick and I would genuinely, I would sit and Google and I mean, Google is the worst thing that you can do. I Please do not Google anything, any anxiety symptom or anything, please. 
Um, Google makes you absolutely paranoid. Google makes you think you're dying. Um, yeah, I, I, health anxiety is awful. I know they're not asking what health anxiety is, but the difference. But just in case you have no idea what it is, or maybe you have it, but you didn't know what it's called, health anxiety, it's basically you just, it may be one thing you're obsessing about, and then when that dies down, there's something else, or it may be multiple things. But for me, it was so many things. It was like lumps, and then twitches, I believe. I would get like muscle twitches and believe I have a degenerative disease. Um, I would read I would read about what it could be on Google and I would sit there and my stomach would be in a knot and I'd feel like throwing up. It was terrible. So I know what that feels like. I know how awful it is. Um, I've actually had a lot of people asking me about this, like tips on how to relieve it. So I'm actually going to do, I'm going to dedicate a whole podcast sometime to health anxiety um, just to give advice then on how I manage that because it's, it's, it can really take over your life. Okay, what's the number one thing that has helped you with your own anxiety? Whenever someone asks me this question, I'm always thinking of the million things, like the, the like it's so many things that I've done to help me on my own journey, but I would have to say that, I mean, I could say it was changing the foods that I was eating, because that was a big thing for me, a major thing for me. But I would have to say that the number one thing, like the, let's just say the first thing, was learning to accept it. It was just acceptance. That was my number one thing. Um, all I did was fight against anxiety all the time. I resisted it. I pushed it away. I didn't want to deal with it. Um, and the more I did that, the worse it got. So my the, the very first thing that I did, that was like the very first little step on that positive journey forward, was accepting my anxiety, embracing my anxiety, feeling my anxiety. Um, it's terrifying. It's it's scary. But then once you start to do that, you realize slowly, and it, honestly, it's different for everyone. It could take you a long time. It could take you one day. It, it just totally depends. But once you start doing that, you start to slowly let go of that fear, and you realize that it's not as terrifying as you thought it was. So... Yeah, I would have to say the number one thing was accepting it. And then after that, I really started to change the foods I was eating. And that takes me into my next question, which is, where did I see it now? Can nutrition help manage anxiety? Yes, it can. Um, honestly, there's so many foods that contribute to anxiety symptoms. Um, sometimes people have food sensitivities that cause anxiety-like symptoms um, and lead them to think that they actually have an anxiety disorder until they cut these foods out of their diet and feel like a normal human being again. Or if you have an anxiety disorder, there's certain foods that basically just feed it and enhance the symptoms and make them worse. So, um, yeah, let me give a few examples. So sugar is, is terrible for anxiety. It feeds it. It um, causes insulin spikes. It, it's... When, when you come off of sugar, you start to feel all those like typical anxiety symptoms. You feel like really tired and exhausted and jittery and shaky. And so sugar is a big one. Um, gluten, dairy. Um, I feel like a lot of people are gluten free these days. And just cutting out gluten isn't enough because 
there's a lot of gluten foods that you can buy like gluten-free breads and rolls and things like that where they've actually instead of the gluten which is in the flour, regular flour they've replaced it with sugar to make it taste good so you're kind of replacing one thing with another so I really think it would be a good idea to do a post on that where I talk all about nutrition and explain a little bit more about that but your, your nutrition changing your diet and nutrition can definitely help with anxiety um, you want to start healing your gut because if you don't have a healthy gut, your gut is not going to be able to produce those feel-good hormones for your brain that's going to help you manage your anxiety, like serotonin and dopamine. So nutrition is is huge. It's it's huge. Like that's not the only thing. There's lots of other things that you definitely have to do, but nutrition is major. Um, okay trying to pick a good one can antibiotics cause anxiety so um like i can't answer that and say definitely yes they're gonna cause anxiety but um antibiotics do kill usually you'll take an antibiotic when you have an infection and they'll kill off the bad bacteria in your gut but the problem with antibiotics is they usually kill the good bacteria too. They kind of don't know what's good and bad and they'll just target everything. So your good bacteria will be, like it will kill it off and you'll feel better, but then it kills off your, I mean, it kills off your bad bacteria. So, you're, so you feel better, but then it also kills your good bacteria, which you need for to keep your immune system strong and also to, just like I was saying before, to produce those feel-good um, chemicals like serotonin and dopamine. So... If antibiotics are going to kill off that good bacteria and your body is not going to be able to produce those feel-good chemicals, then it would make sense that you, you could experience anxiety. So for can antibiotics cause anxiety, I would say possibly, yeah, like that would make sense. If you notice that you get anxiety when you take antibiotics, then yeah, I would say definitely. So... Uh, what is your opinion on anxiety medication? So I talk a lot about this on the very first podcast that I that I did, where I just introduced myself and let you guys know a little bit about my story. Um, this is a tricky one because again, you have to be I have to be careful what I say. Um, if you're on anxiety medication, I am not judging you. If you ever have been on it and it really helps you and you loved it, I am not judging you. Like that's okay. Um, my own experience though was that I felt kind I just felt really numb when I took it it didn't make me happy it didn't make me sad it helped me manage my anxiety but it didn't make me feel incredibly like joyful and happy and jumping for joy every day so my opinion on anxiety meds is that they cover up the issue without really treating the issue so you take it your anxiety gets better but you're still doing those things that can cause um, anxiety so yeah so that's my yeah that's my opinion on that can antibiotics sorry what am I saying um, that's my opinion on anxiety meds um, I believe that there's lots of things that you can do first before you jump to having jump to going on that usually when um, people suffer with anxiety they go to their doctor and it's the first thing that they recommend without talking to them about anything else so 
I, my opinion is they it's kind of a last resort and even then all it's doing is covering up the issue it's a band-aid effect and it's not really getting down to the root of the problem um okay so i'm probably just gonna answer like two or three more keep this podcast shorter and sweeter today um like i said i will dive into this again and we'll make this like a like a little series we can do every now and then i'll do a q a for you guys so what's your worst anxiety symptom so for me it's a fast heart rate and dizziness when i get anxious my heart like it's awful it's as if i've run a marathon even if i'm standing still so and i whenever my heart rate is really high that's when every other symptom is heightened for me so i would have to say a fast heart rate and then i also dizziness because um when i'm really anxious i get very short of breath and i take in much more shallow breaths than i do like deep belly breaths and that causes me to really it causes a person to feel really lightheaded and i really don't like to feel dizzy it's it's awful and i know a lot of you guys struggle with that i I put up a post ages ago about dizziness and so many people were saying that it's their worst symptom because it's it's really scary like you it's really scary to feel like everything is moving around you or the room is swaying um but the thing like it's easy to kind of because for me when I started having that years ago when I had no idea what was going on I would immediately think that I was having a stroke or I don't know, there was something wrong with my blood pressure, or I was going to pass out, or something. Um, it was only when I started to really learn about anxiety that I realized it's a very common symptom, but, um, and that's the thing, like, usually now when I get dizzy, I will tell myself, and I will drill into my mind that I know what this is, it's just anxiety, I'm okay, and then once I truly believe that, it can, st- it will start to subside, but if you even have a little seed of doubt in your mind, it usually will intensify it, so... I would have to say that my worst symptom is dizziness and a fast heart rate. Um, twitching, like muscle twitches, used to be a huge one for me, but now, honestly, like, it doesn't bother me anymore, which is so weird because years ago that was like my, like, worst symptom. Like, it's all I thought about all day, <laughs> um, and because I thought about it so much, it just stuck around. Like, I went through a phase where um, I had this twitch in my wrist, and it was a constant like twitch like non-stop like i'd have it all day long for days i had it for weeks on end and it was only when i started to realize like when i really truly started to believe that it's not dangerous that the twitches started to subside so it's so funny now i get a twitch and i don't even i honestly don't even think about it so okay um let me look over here So I'm just going to answer one more question Um, and then like I said we'll come back to this again let's find a good one when is a good time to take a sick day for for your mental health so okay so listen here whenever you need time to rest when you are feeling overwhelmed you are allowed to take a day off that's what mental health days are for they for you to if you're feeling overwhelmed you're feeling stressed you you feel like you can't deal you feel like you're drowning you are allowed to take a mental health day and you're allowed to 
take that time for yourself to to heal to recharge to recuperate to start to feel good again so honestly when is it a good day when you feel like it's a good day when you feel like it is time for you to give yourself that time that you need that honestly like i don't know what else to say about that because for me i when I was working, I would push myself to work. Like, I'm not saying, obviously, I know at a job you can't take off every day. But if you're going through a period when you're, where you're genuinely struggling and need to take maybe even three days off, the best thing that you can do is to go and talk to your boss. When I was working as an esthetician years ago, um, there was this one place that I was working at where the, the lady that I worked for, she, she really didn't, she was not understanding at all. And... If I was genuinely struggling and I asked for time off, like she basically would tell me I'm going to be fired and that's not okay. Okay. So, and especially today, like mental health days are such an important and big thing. So as if you really are struggling, please go talk to your boss. Um, it's a lot more understood these days. Um, and you have to speak up, like don't go to work and struggle and do anything that's going to affect you. So whenever you feel like you need to take a mental health day, speak up about it. Tell your boss, say, listen, um, you know I'm a good worker. You know I'm always here, but I'm genuinely struggling right now and I need to take a day or two off. And leave it at that and don't feel guilty because you deserve it. Um, yep, and that's all I have to say on that. So um, there's still some questions here. I'm just going to keep them in this folder and we can come back to them soon. Like I said... If you guys have any other questions you, you have, you'd like me to answer for you, um, you can send them to me. You can either leave it in the comments, in the chat room if you're a member, or send it to me via direct message on Instagram, and I will add them in here, and I will try to get to them. Um, I hope that answering these questions has helped some of you guys today. Um, if, if not you, maybe there's someone in your life that, that you feel that this could help, and I hope you share it with them. Um, I know anxiety is scary, but I'm so excited that we started this group and I'm so excited that we're tackling this together and taking away that fear, that, that hold that anxiety has over us. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited for next week's podcast. Um, let's just say that I might have my first guest on there and you'll have to wait to see who it is. Um, yeah, and in the meantime... If you're a member, I have some nice, I have a nice little task for you guys to do um, over the next week. Um, I'm actually going to be doing it myself tonight, so I would love you to join me in that. If you aren't a member and want to be a member, then you can just go to, um, if you go to Instagram and click the link in my bio, you can go to HHA Community and everything that you need to know is over there. Or you can go on my website, honestlyholistic.com and click on HHA Community. And yeah, we would all love to have you as a member. Um, I bring out these podcasts once a week. Um, these podcasts are public for everybody, but um, as a member, you do receive a little bit extra. I do bring out a little, call it homework, like anxiety homework, um, but it's positive. It helps you on your journey. And I also send out a little email with an affirmation card and just some good things to help you start your weekend right because I send it out every Friday morning. Um, yeah, so I'm, thank you for being here with me again today. I can't wait to see you guys next week and have an awesome weekend.
Bye guys. Thank you.